This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome to today's mini-episode on the importance of journaling. My name is Daniel. And I'm Christina. Today we are joined by Leslie Leyland Fields. She is an award-winning author of 12 books, an international speaker, a popular radio guest, and the founder of the Harvester Island Wilderness Workshop. Her newest book, Your Story Matters, Finding, Writing, and Living the Truth of Your Life, is teaching story-making around the world. Leslie, it's so great for you to be with us. Oh, thank you for inviting me. (laughs) Awesome. So as we mentioned in the intro with your newest book, uh, we would just, we were thinking about the time we are living in right now and this pandemic and, and how just so much is going on and how you talk about the importance of journaling. So we just love for you to address how journaling can help us during this pandemic, but also beyond. Yeah, I I think this is a really important time to journal. Even if you've never journaled before, this is a great time to start. And I know when you when we use that word journal, I don't know, we might get flashes back to like the diary that we kept when we were ten years old. <laughs> yeah. With the lock, <laughs> the, with the little lock, exactly. With Dear a diary. Lock key. <laughs> and it, it, you had to hide under your mattress yes. from your mom. <laughs> Lumpy mattress. Poured out all your crushes. Right, who you. Right on. And so sometimes we have, you know, that kind of still have that kind of sensibility about journals that they're too, they're confessional and they're, you know, and they're private and they're secret. And, but um, there's some really important functions that, that journaling has for us. And so I, I just want to give some of the, some of the ways that journaling Um, can enrich our lives, especially right now during the pandemic. I think journaling is is an important way to process the events of the day um, Mm. thoughtfully. And and one thing we have to throw out the window is is to think that oh I have to this has to be beautifully written like we you know we might be back in seventh grade and think oh, I have to write in complete sentences I can't no comma splices no dangling markers <laughs> and none of that applies right you don't have to pay attention to any of that this is about you on that page being able to pour out whatever you need to and it may be that you just need to process something confusing um, that happened that day. Maybe you had a, a little bit of an argument with with your husband or with one of your children. And you you just need to kind of write that out and work that out. Um, maybe it has to do with the pandemic itself because we, we are so confused. Our information every day is different. It, writing brings clarity. Um, it, writing can access deeper places in our in our mind, in our spirit, and our subconscious. And um, many, many people have found that um, writing at the end of the day is a way to helpfully process, you know, what we've experienced. And sometimes we think that the journal is just for like the big dramatic moments. But I think one of the reasons we don't value a, a journal enough is that we don't value our lives enough. Hmm. I don't think we value the plain, beautiful, everyday moments. 
And we miss seeing God in those moments, un- unless sometimes we just need to stop and take a moment to to um, to, to write, to bring language to um, you know something that just happened. One of my, I want to share one of my favorite quotes by um, a man named Frederick Beekner. He says, "Listen to your life, see it for the fathomless mystery that it is, and the boredom and pain of it." No less than in the excitement and gladness. Touch, taste, smell your way to the holy and hidden heart of it. Because in the last analysis, all moments are key moments. And life itself is grace. Hmm. And keeping a journal allows us to not only record those moments of grace, but to discover those moments of grace in that very busy day that we just... just, um, experienced. I love that. Leslie, that's um, that's that's incredible. And journaling is something that I've started doing again a few years ago, but I'd love to hear from you as to um, maybe a, a couple different frameworks or ideas as to how people can get started on that. Because I think some people listening in, they're like, oh, yeah, okay, I, I get that. I, I completely know what to do. And others are like, but that, how do I get beyond the dear diary feeling <laughs> thing? Do I do I write to myself? Do I write to God? Do I write yeah. to... So, is it a prayer? Yeah. Yes, like, is it a is prayer? This? Yeah, so help us... <laughs> So, so you mentioned you do it at nighttime, or you suggest doing it at nighttime. We'd love to hear some frameworks around uh, journaling. Yeah, it really it helps. I think a person has to sit down and think about, okay, what do I, you know, what role do I want this journal to play in my life? Hmm. And for me, my so I have I, I I do it at night, um, just because I love to look back on the day then. Um, but people can also journal in the morning as they kind of set out their intentions for the day. Mm-hmm. So it can function that way as well. Um, so for me at night, um, I, my journal is a way of re- recording moments that I don't want to forget. So it's a way of remembering and recognizing that this is not just for me. This is what I want to pass this down to my children and my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And so think about, um, the, I mean, you're, we're all going to leave a legacy behind, right? Um, and your journal can be part of that legacy as you think about what do I want to pass down to my children about this pandemic and, and to my yeah. grandchildren, like what happened today that they need to know about, or I want them to know about how did God show up today? So that can be a question yeah. that, that, that you answer in your journal every day. Maybe that's the one question. And that, that one question can be enough. How did God show up mm-hmm. today? And and then you're right. And maybe it's going to be a bulleted list. Maybe it's going to be, right. you know, it's been raining for two days and suddenly the clouds opened and I just saw the most gorgeous, you know, sunburst and, and God reminded me of his glory or, mm-hmm. you know, a hawk came and perched on, on the branch of the spruce tree outside mm. my window. And then that, and, and I was reminded of God giving strength like the eagle. Um, mm. So that question, how has God shown up today? Um, I, I think that's a wonderful question. You can do the, the old classic high, low, high point of the day, <laughs> low right. point low of points, the day. Right. And again, yeah. it, it can be a bulleted list or it, it can be, whole sentences and whole paragraphs, however (laughs) you are moved. The important thing about the journal is that, that it's not, you don't do it out of guilt. And if you miss a day, there's no guilt. This is guilt free. Mm. And that's that's where people 
end up abandoning journals and diaries mm-hmm. and, and prayer journals because they feel like if I don't do this faithfully every day, then I'm a failure and, and they might miss a week. And so then mm-hmm. they, they feel like, oh, well, it's done then. I've ruined it. You know, it's no longer a perfect record. There, there is no perfect record. And whatever you write down, that is a moment that you have saved from mm-hmm. oblivion. That's a moment that you have saved from the closet of forgetting. Mm-hmm. I love that. And a moment you've saved forever. And I love how you were talking about that. You really want to pass it down to your children and your grandchildren. So for our last question, Leslie, I'd love to hear, um, as you know, that our uh, most of our listeners are parents. And we, I know, especially in my life, I can think of all the times that I journaled when I was young. And then there was something that I don't know if it was, I was too busy or, you know, maybe felt guilty that I wasn't doing it right, quote unquote, and I stopped. Is there anything for us parents that we can do to help our children continue to journal and to value that part of reflecting back on their life so they can continue on as adults? Oh, Christina, that is so marvelous. I I love, I, I love what you just said, because journaling, we, we, um, we think of it now, okay, this is what adults do, but kids need to do it as well. And it's that habit of reflection, that habit, mm-hmm. and, and God encourages us all through the scriptures to remember. And we're to remember um, who he is and remember all that he has done in our lives and all the ways he has shown up. And it's such a cool thing to teach our kids that habit of remembering and seeing how did God show up today? Where did I see God? How did God answer my prayer today? And when kids start creating their own record of where they've seen God and experienced God and ways that God has answered their prayers, I think you are giving them a map to a healthy, vibrant, you know, spiritual life with God um, on into their adulthood. Leslie, this was such a joy to have you on our podcast and all uh, of our podcast family. Don't worry. Uh, we've already talked to Leslie about coming back <laughs> and for a longer interview. She wrote a incredible book that I wrote, uh, that I read a couple of years ago, Parenting is Your Highest Calling and Eight Other Myths That Trap Us in Worry and Guilt. So if you want more of Leslie, there's that book and we're going to have her back on to talk about that. But her newest book is Your Story Matters, Finding, Writing, and Living the Truth of Your Life. And just to give you a sense as to the table of contents, I mean, she walks through this sense of, okay, what is your story and, and how do you witness it and, and map it and, and, and scene making and gather? And there's so much depth in and around this. So we definitely want to encourage you to pick up that book. So Leslie, just as we get ready to to close off things, what is the best way for our podcast family to get connected with you other than picking up your book? Uh, what's the best way for them to find you online and connect with you? Yeah. So I have a website with everything on there, all of my books and just all kinds of stuff, my blog and um, the writing workshops that I lead. And so my website is just my name, LeslieLaylandFields.com. So Yeah. Everything's on there. And if anyone loves Alaska or wilderness, I also have lots of photos of our my family, the islands that we live on, and and we we commercial fish. So all, all of that's on there. Oh wow. That's, that's wonderful. And it's <laughs> it's so fun to interview you 
as, as you know, you're in Alaska, because being in Edmonton, we always say that as when people were like, where is Edmonton? We're like, well, the next stop is Alaska. <laughs> it really is. Just drive <laughs> like, north. In terms of civilization. <laughs> I, I mean, I we're not that close together, but. <laughs> yeah, and I've driven that highway many times. And so you go right through Edmonton. Exactly. You go through Edmonton. Up, oh, next stop, Alaska. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Oh, thank you it. so much, Leslie. Thank you. This episode was brought to you in part by the Better Samaritan Podcast, where Jamie Ayton and Kent Annan discuss everything from simple acts of kindness to complex humanitarian challenges with their guests. Want to learn how to faithfully do good better? Find insights at The Better Samaritan.